Well, gang, we're back in the same room again, which is already a big sign of progress. I'm sitting right across from my lovely wife instead of looking at her at Zoom. He uh, came out of the other end of COVID. (laughs) Out of the other end of the tunnel. Now I can interrupt you in person instead Mm -hmm. of interrupting you over Zoom, which I think is a little less annoying. It's a little less annoying. I do feel like there was some Zoom. uh, Shout out to podcasters that always record via Zoom. It's rough. It's really rough. I don't know how you do it with like comedic timing because I record my dry academic podcast virtually and I feel like it causes no problems but it's all just like (laughs) fact interesting fact interesting that's the whole dynamic of the show interesting is maybe a misnomer well that's what I say oh yeah yeah that's me I do hear you say that Uh oh okay interesting interesting yes yes, awesome oh interesting yeah no, uh, someday I'll put my uh, academic podcasting skills to use on this podcast and everybody's going to love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know what, gang? Thank you. I got a lot of messages that I, I feel better. A lot of uh, get well soon. You make a stupid idiot who got COVID recklessly feel loved, gang. Hope that <laughs> hockey game slash metal show slash Stones rock and concert, roll concert yeah. slash aquarium trip was worth it. You know what? It was, actually. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go ahead and say Yolo. that it was. <laughs> you only live once and then you get COVID. <laughs> but gang, it is nice to know that random strangers would care if you died. That yeah. really makes a guy feel good about himself. Yeah. So Got a few I offers appreciate uh, it. to come in and po- host, host the pod <laughs> if you bite the big one. Really? Uh, yeah, a few people saying sure. uh, they can step gonna, in. I'm not going to say that there were some <laughs> celebrities, but... Anybody Might ever have heard been. of uh, Jay Cutler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you've heard of Jay Cutler. You would like him to step on in and host. I'd be, I would kick you to the curb in two seconds. <laughs> you would murder me for that. Despite his anti-vaccine, pro-Trump ways. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he um, actually is probably going to get the COVID too. Has he already gotten it? I mean, who How knows? does he not have it and I had it? I got vaxxed. Well, I did what Joe Biden told me to do. You got vaxxed and waxed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had to get waxed to protect yourself from COVID. I feel like... little. I'm walking around fully waxed. Here's a, here's a little promotional... idea okay that you get like a discount on a waxing if you are vaxxed yeah i like it i wonder who is left what is the venn diagram (laughs) of those people who are like boy i'm really anti-vax i read a bunch of crazy stuff about it on facebook and i I would like that discount on the waxing (laughs) so hmm, i'm gonna think that over yeah, boy. All right. Well, um, thanks, gang. It's good to be back with uh, my wife in person. Just in again. your regular poor health? Yes, exactly. Just I said that I'm like 80%. And Anna's like, well, a lot of people are 80%. And I was like, yeah, but it's 80% of my 80%. <laughs> so do, I'm not a math person, but folks, do the math on that. We're going to need... Robin, to do the math on that. <laughs> Run some this calculations. This is a great way to segue into some of our shout outs. We've got a bunch. Y'all are blowing up our Insta, sliding into our DMs left and right. Why don't you shout some of those folks out? Well, we did get a shout out from uh, one of the Robins. Ooh, we there are one, so two, many or three. At this point. I feel like they're turning into the Fembots from <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> Um, this is Robin 2.0. It's okay. uh, our old pal Ida Katz. Ida Katz, we love you. Mm-hmm. We have not forgotten about you. We know that you're Robin 2.0. Right. We were say I think the only Robin that in- that is not listening still is the o- original number one Robin, the OG who Robin, was named yeah. Robin. Yeah. 
Wait, I thought Ida Katz was named. I thought there were they were all named Robin. I don't know. Did I misunderstand this? I Ida know. Katz is Robin. She's been Robin this whole time. <laughs> I feel like it's like that uh, gif of all the Superman, the Spider-Man pointing, <laughs> pointing at, each, at other. each other. Yes, it's all just the same person. <laughs> It's one person that's been catfishing us. Are you giving them like <laughs> paying them weekly? Uh, it's Ned Shulman them. or whatever his name is. <laughs> Hundreds of dollars for their research <laughs> skills. <laughs> I did, I've been sending it to a South African bank. Actually, yeah. Well, it's that Nigerian prince that has some really great opportunities yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. that's going to pay off any day. Some now. really great research opportunities. <laughs> well, anyway, listen to Ida Katz to Robin 3.0. All the Robins. We love y'all. We love y'all. Though I might dance too, I touch myself and drive you all insane. <laughs> we couldn't do this Austin work Powers. without you. <laughs> You're the wind beneath our wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Claire, who sent us some info on old Elise. Uh, oh, I'm so thankful I was on the first Thanksgiving and I'm still here. Guys, Elise, as Claire told us, has moved into a new retirement village (laughs) it's not a nursing home as drew lachey chastised nick lachey once for in one of my favorite newlyweds episodes it's a retirement village yeah it's honestly your grandma lives in one of those i would Um, live there fucking phenomenal yeah i would move in there in a heartbeat fried catfish every friday they have a whole section of bluebell ice cream (laughs) in the in the restaurant beanbag baseball uh a pool yeah a pool um a movie theater yes uh a gym my grandmother works out more than me oh no i know she's in the gym like six times a week she's she looks great (laughs) they've got people cutting her hair there yeah yeah they uh they'll take you to the grocery store anytime you need it yeah this is oh man i would love it yeah yeah Plus, uh, well, a young buck like me would clean up mm, out maybe, there. Maybe. <laughs> They'd be like, boy, this guy looks old. Yeah. This is one of the older fellows this in guy's the community. Definitely had COVID. <laughs> um, well, Elise apparently is living. It was a little unclear to me. What was clear is that she ha- a has a cattle dog. That's the most important piece most of information. Important what do you have a cattle dog at your? What are you living in a retirement village with Elise at your Um, and she has moved. She's like a roommate with Blake. Blake, uh, from Bachelor in Paradise. Becca. Oh, Season okay. Blake, yeah, yeah. Swing dancing. Blake. Yeah, yeah. Not Katie's recent. No, ex-Blake. no. Okay. I know. Like, I feel like now there's too many. There's too many Blakes. There's, there's too, too many, many Chris's. Yeah. yeah. There's too many Colton. <laughs> there's Colton and Clayton. It's too confusing. I know. Um. Yeah, Blake opened the door and did his kind of uh, what I would call his signature dance move, a little bit of a hip shimmy. Man, I need a signature dance move. Mm, I don't know about that. I might, I might, yeah. Um, Melanie sent us... Profa? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Profa, Profa. Yeah. yeah. Sent us a picture of Tennille Farts. Oh, right. Yeah, just farting it up <laughs> in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> What a gas. (laughs) (laughs) To Neil Farts, she's a gas. Um, Let's see. And then one final shout out to Bridge, who wanted to know what we think about Hannah B. and Pilot Pete getting it on 
while his season was airing. I tell you what, Bridge, I'm not all that surprised. I'm not all that. I mean, hey. That, that guy is a horn dog. Well, also, it sounds like that guy knows what he's doing in the windmill. Yeah. If you know if what I mean. Know, yeah. It, he sounds like he knows what he's doing in the cockpit. He, he knows his way around a lady's, I don't know, any windmill parts. I was going to do a windmill pun here, but uh, I don't know any parts of a windmill. Do you? No. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I guess get it, girl. I mean, I know uh, Hannah's got her what autobiography or whatever coming out. Bless, bless this mess. Bless this bold mess. Bless this mess. <laughs> uh, oh, that man. Auto, that book, which we will put on our Bachelor uh, book club. Yes, that we've never done, <laughs> but we've talked a lot about oh, it. Yeah. So that basically counts. Uh, that book sounds like it has a lot of revelations. Also, the grammar is poor. Yeah, I mean, here's hoping that there's no N-words in it. I mean, that's oh. my uh, bottom well, line. She has, that, she has that whole chapter on baby. Oh, God. What else is she going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, gang, this reminded me of something totally unrelated. I need your help. So I have to get some water. Okay, well, I'm going to carry this. I'm going to carry this. This sounds like yes, you, not me. This is, this is me. So cats is coming to town gang the musical cats is coming to huntsville alabama touring anna appears to be on the fence about attending oh okay it seemed to me that you were on the fence and so i was going to have a few people message anna to tell her that we definitely need to go see cats together i am not on the fence i'm hang on guys i gotta put my headphones okay, back on get this water going who's seamless see this is what we can do when we're in person like this <laughs> jellicle cats come <laughs> out to play <laughs> uh memories what Do other, you think if I wore a cat's costume, name, they would take me on if stage? If you can name one more cat song right here, I'll go. Mr. Mistopheles. Can you sing it, though? He's very good at rolling <laughs> dice. <laughs> He's always chasing mice. <laughs> Is that right? Equally cunning with dice. <laughs> See, that's what I sang. That's the same thing I that's sang, kinda, too. Yeah, it was close enough. He's always deceiving you into believing he is only hunting for mice. What is he really hunting for? Love. Dick. Pussy. <laughs> That's what he's hunting. But they're cats. So he's just looking for other cats to hang out with. <laughs> he's looking for he's looking for cats to scrap around with like That's our right. cat does. Listen, our cat gets into daily like garage brawls oh, I know. The with noises the next door neighbor that are cat. Coming. Yeah. Uh, if this garage is a rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> Yeah, so we it's in January, gang. We need to go and report on it. Because remember... Do we need to go after having taken some special substances? That was going to be a suggestion that I made. That seems like it could go I really like well only or one really of us can terribly. Do it, though, so it's got to be me. Well, it can't be me because I don't know what's going on anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand you, this musical. I feel like Cats is actually probably a terrible musical to go to high yeah no i'm it would be like well i'm because because the cats come out into the audience and mess with you. oh yeah so i feel like any any regular musical is already gonna be a little bit strange Mm -hmm. when you're stoned but uh if you are just sitting in your seat (laughs) freaky theater actor dressed in this elaborate cat costume starts coming and pawing at you yeah they do they like lick themselves swinging his corkscrew dick around (laughs) oh sorry that's a duck he has a spiked penis no cats do too they have corkscrews 
Spikes. Spikes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but here, alternate argument, uh-huh. I get really high and go to cats and come back and just recount what I think happened <laughs> when I, I mean, believe the honestly, plot of the musical it's is. It's probably accurate. Yeah. Like, right. I don't think Didn't you'd these be cats that far off. We're going to, like, go to heaven and uh, T.S. Eliot was there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then this cat came out and started licking herself right in front of me. And one cat gets to come back as a special resurrected cat. <laughs> the Jesus cat. We should write an academic paper about cats and jesus yeah i wonder if that exists yeah we need Probably. to uh no we're the first people to come up with this no yeah first people to write about cats we're gonna we're gonna tweet out our top five names for this academic article <laughs> perfect perfect um perfect oh that's one of them right there <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. So yeah, hopefully we get to go to cats and write us and encourage us to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, city shout out. Uh, I want to give one last oh, shout yeah, out to our artist in residence, oh, Michaela, yes. who said that she was going to churn out some special Thanksgiving art just for the fact that we're recording tonight. Michaela, if you don't, you're dead to us. Michaela, just a thought. I know you don't. You have a muse and everything. What if it's us with the peanuts gang <laughs> <laughs> in peanut style? What? <laughs> Yeah, because they're always having Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, but with us as Peanuts characters I, inserted into the I mix. I feel like I'm pretty pretty similar to uh, Lucy, right? Uh, Is Lucy the one that beats people up? Yeah, personality-wise, you might be. Um, but I'm saying... Not looks-wise? Like, well, no, well she's, uh, she's got that big hair and... Uh, what, you, you you don't look like Lucy. Trust me, it's a good thing that you don't look like Lucy the peanut. Well, you're Pigpen, so I, don't I know am Pigpen. Yeah, there's smell lines emanating I feel like you from me are right now. Pigpen slash Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah, the worst of both of them, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> the sad sackness of Charlie Brown and the messiness of Pigpen. And then a little bit thrown in of the parents just being like, wah, wah, wah. but also Linus with his insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of. You're everyone except for Snoopy and Woodstock. Yeah, right. Because they're cool. Snoopy is way <laughs> too cool to be me. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's do a uh, shout out. Give me 800 to 896, please. 895. Oh, okay. Right down at the bottom. Redfern, New South Wales, Australia. Australia, mate. We just watched Bluey, mate. Hey. <laughs> At Dingo ate my turkey. <laughs> I love that episode of Bluey where Bluey eats a baby. <laughs> Also, we are 15 minutes into the show. <laughs> this is what we meant when we said that it was going to be a Thanksgiving special. Thanksgiving spectacular. Angelical <laughs> cats come out to play. Angelical All right. cats. Okay, well, uh, you want to go ahead yeah, and get into sure. the show we watch? Michelle is there with her students. The kids are planning the dates this week, so we can plan on all sorts of shenanigans. Well, I guessed it was going to be like cotton candy and video games. And I wasn't that yeah, far off. Yeah, I was going to say that yeah. is kind of accurate. Yep. Instead, it was pizza and a limo Which with candy. actually is not that bad of a date. Mm. I mean, it's not the best date they've ever done, but let's be honest, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. Yeah. You're right. It's almost like kids could produce this show. They ask some questions. They say, we're trying to find out who the bad guys are and who the good guys are. Um, it's Martin. They figure it out pretty quickly. That yeah. Martin's the bad One of guy. them immediately yeah. is like... He Martin is trying to show off mm-hmm. and he wears too much cologne. <laughs> so they're asking the, the the kids come in and they are asking the guys just kind of all sorts of questions. Mm-hmm. Um 
Let's see. Clayton builds a fort. Yep. They ask if he's ever farted in front of Miss Young. You know who did? Tennille farts. (laughs) (laughs) She did. Um, Great joke. Great joke. (laughs) And Clayton was uh, was honest and charm. I mean, it appears to me that instead of being the bachelor for some reason, that Clayton should just hang around with a bunch of children. Correct. Because this is the only time he has any personality at all. Yeah. And also, fuck you, Bachelor producers, for making this guy the bachelor. I was willing to give it a chance. Yeah. Even though I didn't like his initial picture, I didn't like any of the initial information, except that we know a few people that know him. But you know what, guys? This guy can suck a dick. I do not care for him. He actually, he won't suck a dick. Well. He won't, uh, he doesn't do any oral at all. He <laughs> has terrible hair. He has a rash on his neck. Which is very thick. He was a fake crier in the scene when he gets cut. I just want a family. That's the worst performance I have seen in a pitch to be the lead since fucking Katie. <laughs> and we all know how that turned out. <laughs> I yeah. don't like well, it. Well, and Shane, this is getting ahead of ourselves. So Michelle cuts Clayton, which was yeah. the right call. And then there's a 10-minute scene of him reading the letters from the kids. So stupid. Like, yeah. I get so irritated when the show makes a decision and then is like, we're going to make you yeah, like right. this decision. We're going to force you to well, like Clayton. guess what, guys? That that does not sit well with my personality because no. now I hate yeah. Clayton. <laughs> right. Try to get Anna to like something. That's going to backfire. Why don't you recommend the show Parenthood to her one more time? <laughs> won't you tell me to watch Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid one more time? My mom is still listening to this podcast. That goes out to you, yeah. mom. Try to uh, make her watch Fargo and Pulp Fiction. I mean, let me let me put it this way, though. Okay. The guys that are left... Now, you okay? Mm-hmm. It's a big swig. That was a big... Um, th- we both needed water. Yeah. Uh, the guys that are left... I'm going to have to scroll down to the bottom. So it's Rodney. Hang on. All right. Well, okay. I don't want Rodney to be the bachelor, but I would even take Rodney over Clayton. He has a personality. And Joe. Yeah. Nate. Yeah, right. Give me those guys all fucking day long. Yeah, who's the fourth guy? No, I can't Uh, remember. But also someone that I recall liking. Oh, Brandon. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Come on. Brandon's not going to be the bachelor. But any any four of those men would be better than Clayton. Agree. I would take Rick over Clayton. Yeah. I would take most of the men. Oh, like Clayton is just boring. So boring. Like, and he was, I just, I don't get it. I mean, with Katie. I don't know anything about him no, either. No. I had in my head that he was a football player, but I don't think that's right. I think I'm just confusing him with Colton. I think he was, but is that who knows? why he's so fucking giant with his big orangutan? <laughs> that's arms why he's such and, a beefcake. Yeah. You know what? Let me say to Clayton, if you're listening to this podcast, which I assume you are. I apologize. It's not your fault. No. Like, I'm mad at the producers. It's not your fault that you're a boring It's not man. your fault that you're terrible. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> not your fault that you're boring and yet someone wants to put you on television anyways. Have we not learned our lesson? We haven't learned our lesson. That's the problem. Well, Is this, history doomed to repeat itself? Those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. Is this, and this is set in stone that it's Clayton. Like for a while there was, From what I've Blake seen, was a, a contender. Yeah. I mean, can I make a bold claim, Hannah bold, B. Style? Yes. I would take Blake over this oh, Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. At least he has personality. Yes. He has a dog. I don't know that Clayton has a dog. And uh, Blake likes to fuck. <laughs> 
I mean, he's he's going to be getting okay. boners left and right. It's going to be something going on. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of boners. Yep. But, I mean, I'll take it. Sure. I mean, it's something. It's a personality trait. I just, my guess is that it comes down to either to the bottom, to the, well, top two being Nate and Joe. Right. And I would adore either of those gentlemen. Like, why the fuck have we already chosen this bland, bad haircutted white dude that we know nothing about? Why are we? Why are they doing it this early? Why did any of this happen? I don't know. It's all a mystery. We need somebody. We need a mold deep undercover. You know who we have that could tell us all this? Pappy, Doctor Pappy. Can uh, 20 minutes with Clayton in the OR, and they're going to mm-hmm. figure this all out. I'm reminded of a song that I used to love around mm, third, fourth grade, okay. maybe, from the Beverly Hills 90210 soundtrack. Okay. We're going to put it in here, because okay. this is my big question. Okay. That's right, guys. Why? <laughs> why? I was going to put Annie Lennox's why in there, but uh, that got the job done, too. I like too. that. Yeah. yeah. What, let's, let's do it. All right, now we have two different songs asking why. Bachelor producers, can you please respond to both of these songs <laughs> asking you very important and questions? And could you also respond as a song? <laughs> right, Jim Croce style. <laughs> um. Okay, moving back to the show. Yes. Clayton gets the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. He does get the limo filled with pizza yes. and candy, and then they get to go to a museum. Which was cute. I mean, it seemed like they had fun. Clayton says, I love museums because there's so much that you can learn inside. <laughs> Dude, come on. No wonder the kids liked him. I, I mean, mean, he's like real. an eight-year-old. Like he, uh, And like, they play tag. Right, uh, right, exactly. Like, I mean, and it's it's kind of like who else was the one who said they were a big kid? Maybe it was him. Somebody no, said. No, oh, it was Nate. That's right. But it's just like, like that's cool, but you were trying to be somebody's husband. Like, right. Like, what's the sex appeal here? Yeah, right. Thank I'm God a big we baby. didn't get yeah. <laughs> fantasy suite. Oh, God. Let's play tag. He really might You're be uh, an eight-year-old in a 24-year-old's body. Yeah. That's how he got this job. So they're in the museum by themselves, which does look fun, I'll admit. Um, they get to see all the exhibits. Right, and... until the woolly mammoth comes to life, Night at the Museum style. I Oof. mean, have they not learned anything Wild. from three Night at the Museum movies? They <laughs> fuck in that exhibit like Ross and Rachel do. <laughs> that is actually, I will say, I give friends a lot of shit. That joke where he rolls over his juice box <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's they did it just right to, like, get away with that on primetime TV. <laughs> I remember when I uh, used to watch that show because I, I mean... I was pretty young when that was sure, when yeah. those early seasons yeah. were airing. I thought that he had peed himself. <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah, didn't get it, folks. I was so naive. Yeah. It still works as a joke though. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, right. He pissed he pissed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay. So while they are catching butterflies and asking each other questions, um, we get the group, the group date card. It says love is messy. So Olu and Brandon have not had one on ones. Uh On the date card is Rick, Rodney, Nate, Joe, Martin, and drumroll. Olu. Olu. So it means that Brandon gets the one-on-one. Olu is the only one now who hasn't received a one-on-one. And who will will never have one. So as they're eating dinner, um, Clayton says that he's been worried about looking stupid or not wanting to be vulnerable, but that he's finally kind of like breaking down those walls. Um, And you can just tell that Michelle isn't really feeling it. Yeah. Um, they seem to have, I felt like a good energy, but there's like zero sexual right, tension, yeah. mostly because he is a seven year old. Right. Well, that's what happens when you play tag in the museum and make up a silly mating dance instead of actually trying to seduce this woman. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, she says that there are eight amazing guys here and that she's going to have to make some difficult yeah, decisions. Make some tough cuts. And that yeah. something is missing for her. Mm-hmm. I liked what she said. Because she says that one thing that she's learned is that the fear of feeling alone or lonely while in a relationship is much worse for her than the fear of being yeah. alone. Yeah, that's a good insight. Like that. That's I a very mature insight. Michelle has not made a mistake. No, she really hasn't. I mean, we'll see. Could she bat a thousand this season? I mean, she uh, she's on her way. So, but I don't want to put too much pressure. I know. I know they already filmed it. And so nothing I say matters. But I don't want to put too much pressure on her. Um, yeah, so, uh, basically Michelle says, I don't feel I'll be able to get there in time and, uh, sends Clayton home and the gentlemen are very shocked, but excited that his suitcase is being pulled out. She says he's amazing and wonderful, but just not for me. Yeah. Not for me. It's not you. It's me because it's you. And then we have to sit through this horseshit scene where the... Producers drop off these dumbass fucking letters from these kids that they wrote to Clayton because they connected so much with him in the, what, like 20 minutes that he built a fort. Uh, I call bullshit, first of all. You think the producer like wrote those with his left hand to make it (laughs) look like it was from kids? Oh, and I definitely, uh, again, also call bullshit on Clayton crying. He wasn't crying. I feel like I've seen worse fake tears in... Bravo shows. Worst fake tears from our children when they are trying to get out of doing something. Correct. Yes. Correct. Like, I feel like he might as well have just had a water bottle and, like, splashed it <laughs> on his face. Just pouring tears down his face. He says, it just shows me that I want kids one day. I want a family. Really? Like, these random right. stranger kids writing you letters shows you that you want kids? That's what you should base that life decision exactly. on. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, no, you don't. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> um, no, it's, and this is the thing. This comes up sometimes in this show of like, well, he's so good with these random kids for 10 minutes. He'll be a great dad. No shit. I'm good with random right, kids. Yes, with randos. Wait until they're your own. Right. Wait until they have your terrible personality right. traits mirrored yeah. back at you and you cannot stop them from developing those horrible traits. We wanted yes. kids and we're <laughs> barely glad that we have them. We love, be to be clear, we love them very much. Blah, blah. It is very hard. Yeah, Clayton, do not base your decision to have a family on these kids' letters. Right, on these fake letters that you got from these kids. Also, 
I don't care, Clayton. I don't care. I just want to find love so badly. Oh, I God. want it more than anything else. I hope that I get a whole season of this show to find love. And scene. <laughs> Wait, let's get that again, Clayton. The mic didn't really pick your tears up. Can you fake cry again for us? All right. So we go on a group date mm-hmm. down to the farm. Yeah, down to the old farm. Uh, they have to milk a cow. Rick says it's kind of like driving a car. There's other things to think about, but I like to think about driving a car. <laughs> I like Rick. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, yeah, Joe is uh, all over it. Later we learn that Joe's grandparents ran a dairy farm mm-hmm. and he is he knows his way around a teat. Mm. He knows his way around calves. She says that the animals can feel energy yeah. and that all of the baby calves really love Aww. Joe. Aww. You think it's Joe, right? We, we don't read spoilers. You think Joe is going to win this thing? I, that's what I hope. Yeah, I mean, I like him and it also He'd seems be my like one pick. the obvious. I mean, if he can't be with the real Miss Basketball 2008... Michelle is a pretty good runner-up. I feel like it's going to come down to Joe and Nate. I think so, too. Yeah. I want to believe that she chooses Joe, but historically, people don't always make the right choice. Sure. But Michelle does. Sure. So I want to believe that it's Joe. She may defy the odds. Hey, gang. uh, Tasha and Zach separated. Yeah. We barely knew these. I I saw that Zach started to get jealous of Tasha's fame. How does that work? First of all... it's not like she's more famous now than she was when they got together well, on the she, show. Well, uh, she now that she's hosting, well, it's she's like making a, a bunch real... of money. Yeah, maybe that's it. Oh, a little insecure about the dollarinos. I yeah, mean, the dollarinos. The dollarinos. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so yeah, uh, Joe is all over this date. Um, Michelle says that churning butter is a l- they have to churn butter. Gang. And then they have to obviously turn that into a shoehorned metaphor. Yes, right. Churning butter is a lot like relationships. You have to put in consistent effort and work, but at the end you have something beautiful. Fat. Butter. <laughs> it's pure butter. <laughs> Uh, they shovel shit. Yes, they do. Which I feel like would be a much more apt metaphor. Right. And also, like, that's how you find out if you want to be a parent. I mean, Michelle even says that. Yep. Um, and then I will say Nate throws his back out shoveling shit, which, listen, I threw my back out sneezing a couple months ago, so I know (laughs) something about throwing your back out in weird ways, but it is not a good look. No. Well, it's not. I feel like he's... It's all right. It's fine. I mean... Okay, you gotta be uh, you gotta be able to handle it out there. Okay, out there on the farm. On the farm, yeah. That's every on day the old on the farm. Homestead. Yeah, the old dairy farm that Michelle and uh, her guy are gonna run. All right, and so uh, yeah, the night. Uh, you wanna get to the night portion of things? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Olu has some issues with Martin. Yes. And as we already predicted, come on, we all know it's not going to be Martin. Martin's a little bit of a douchebag. Yes. He turns into a major douchebag yes, in he this does. episode. Yep. Yeah, on a dime too. Or I guess not. A, you saw the you, you saw, saw the red. foreshadowing. If you were looking for flags, they were there. That's true. They were there. That's right. But I feel. I guess what I'm saying is. He gets pressed and he leans right into it. Yeah. Like it's just under the surface, ready to go. So Olu basically, I believe, senses that he is not going to get a rose. Oh, I see. And so I told you that. I think that Olu is basically like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to be honest with her. I'll throw myself on this grenade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which it really isn't even him throwing himself on a grenade. Uh I think she does appreciate it. So he tells Michelle that Martin basically is like kind of been talking shit about her, says that she has, that she's immature. Well, because she has childhood trauma that she hasn't worked through. Well, that's what Martin 
says, mm-hmm. um, which is a terrible thing to say. That's not even like the whole like high maintenance woman thing. Like maybe you kind of got misunderstood, but this is there's no misunderstanding this. But then he says, yeah. can I tell you what I said? Am I allowed? Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, so Michelle boy, Martin. confronts Martin about it. And uh, that's what he says. And then I didn't take all you. I think you got more of these quotes than me. But I mean, he just turns into an asshole. Yeah, he calls her my love. Ugh. And then he says, my personal opinion is that you're letting someone else dictate the relationship that we have. And he keeps interrupting her. Yeah, no, it's just, it's it's bad. And he, she, Michelle's like, you have not listened to why I'm hurting. And finally, she's like, I have to walk you out. She says, you've cut me off every time I started talking. And he says, I apologize for maybe speaking over you. Maybe I did that. Maybe. I'm surprised he didn't cut her off right there to say that. Like, no, hold on. I haven't cut you off at all. And then in the exit interview, he says, "I'm I'm not upset that I'm not going to hometowns. And I'm not upset I'm going home. I'm upset that she handled that shit like that. At this point, I wouldn't even care to give her a shot. Right. A woman like that does not deserve my time. Sure, Martin. I feel sad for her. Oh, I feel sad for you, (laughs) Martin, and your terrible hair. Classic loser move. Yeah. Oh, man. What a douche. Yeah. See ya. See ya, Martin. I will not... uh, be waiting for you in paradise. I feel like Michelle got a disproportionate amount of assholes. Yes. No, I agree. And all these sort of like stealth assholes is the wrong word, but like guys who are like all of a sudden just like. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's always a little disappointing when you have someone like Martin that's made it through this yeah, bar. Right. Like, man, we could have had Casey. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Could have at least been looking at Casey's hair, salt and pepper hair yeah. instead of this. Uh, bleach blonde we could have had the other chris doing spoken word for us this whole time (laughs) like a younger version did i make this one in the podcast i know i said it to you looks like that younger version of raymond holt's uh husband you did on brooklyn that was a very specific reference it's a but he does go pull him up gang (laughs) (laughs) our robin our three yeah yeah the three people who know what i'm talking about are like yep that's exactly robin number one two and three it's like we're on big love do you think that oh do you think we could put their combined powers together to form like a super robin Robin. like a voltron or something yeah Yeah, like a power ranger like a super date (laughs) (laughs) on your super date Troubles of the world will simply have to wait. Um, all right. We get the date rose on the group date goes to Nate. Goes to Nate, yeah. Yep. And now we're on a one-on-one with Brandon, yeah. who seems like a nice guy, but I can't get behind him. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, I he don't... He seems uh, super genuine and nice. Right. There's something missing there, right? Okay. He seems really young. Yeah, I mean, there is, again, comparing him to some of the other guys, I just, he doesn't stand out to me. He doesn't have the gravitas. Oh, he's missing the gravitas of many of the other Bachelorette contestants yeah. that we've come to know. Yeah. Yes, the real gravitas. Yes, I mean, he seems like a nice guy. He handles the whole meet the parents situation well. Um, yeah, so they uh, go to Michelle's high or, or childhood home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brandon says, excuse my French, but I am stoked. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon my salty language. I will not excuse your yeah. French, sir. <laughs> excuse my French, but sacre bleu. <laughs> Merde. <laughs> yeah, so they. Zut alors. Uh, they go see Michelle's bedroom. So before. 
for oh, am I they missing do something? well they go get ice cream oh okay yeah you know Sorry. i mean somehow i missed that part yeah of they hit like some of her favorite spots and then okay. she's like now we're going to my most favorite place and the place that i have the most memories mm-hmm. and that's her childhood home okay so yeah they go to her bedroom as you said mm-hmm. brandon says that they oh this is a great segue for you he says she is literally walking me through her heart would oh, you right. care to speak to the video, to the that video. You I sure would. So, um, remind me of the name of the very intelligent person who said I this. I think it was Laura. To us, okay. I'll double check. Yeah. On so that. I did watch the video, which I commented on without watching last week, and as I predicted, true it was gentleman a, style. Sure. Right. Just like Martin. Can I tell you what I think Please of this video? Please allow me to mansplain yes. <laughs> this video that I haven't watched. It was Laura. Okay. Thank you, Laura. It is a good video. Um. It is, as I thought, a descriptivist position. <laughs> I was correct. Oh, well, he even uses that language in the video specifically. And I mean, he is right. I mean, his basic take is if enough people agree that a word means something, then it can mean that thing is basically the take. I don't like that. If we're all collectively stupid enough, it just becomes the thing. Well, so he said a couple, he made a couple really good points. One is that there are other words in English that have a meaning, have opposite meanings, like that literally has the meaning of literally and then it's opposite meaning of figuratively. And then also he said that it functions as an intensifier. Um, That's the new usage. So in the same way you would say like, I'm so tired, like the so is an intensifier and that literally has become has come to function in that same language role. (laughs) now who's commenting on a video they haven't seen (laughs) now who's woman splaining i'm not commenting on a video i'm commenting on your explanation of it which i don't i i don't care okay well that i'm reporting back in the video and again always make fun of these contestants for using that word inaccurately oh me too i think this person is right but i'm still going to make fun of it okay um and he yeah no i'm not going to stop that he she is literally walking him through her heart you can't fit in her heart brandon it doesn't make sense you'd be all bloody (laughs) why would you want to be inside of her heart um all right can we move on from that? Let's move on All from right. that. They go, she asks if they want to swim and or if they want to take a dip in the pool. Yeah, and of you course, bet. they go straight to the hot tub makeout sesh. Brandon has to borrow a swimsuit from her dad. <laughs> nothing more romantic than that. <laughs> uh, they get in the hot tub and nothing can go wrong. Right, nothing can ruin this moment. Oh my gosh, the parents show up. How embarrassing. Who could have seen that coming? Nobody could have nope. seen that coming. What a shock. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Brandon. Uh, Brandon handles it in stride. He uh, so they get out. Apparently, at some point, they uh, at some point he gets dressed. He's not just sitting around in his the dad's swim trunks meeting the parents, which would have been fine. Would have been fun. Would have been fun. Um, I do feel like Brandon played the meet the parents real well. Yes, I feel like he was like sweet and genuine mm-hmm. but didn't come off as like trying to right. suck up he, right. he's a, he seems like a very sincere guy yeah yeah no again i i don't dislike him no, i'm yeah. just you could not. do a lot worse oh, than yeah. brandon yeah i just i don't feel like i still have quite a sense of his personality but and whatever. i also don't feel like he and michelle vibe quite as much as like I mean, if I'm being frank, Joe and Nate. Sure, right. Well, they were vibing in that hot tub. I mean, everybody I vibes in a hot sure, tub. Sure, yeah. 
Come on, that's a hot tub. Right, you're not. You're gonna vibe with whoever's in that yeah. hot tub. Throw me in there with Miki. We'll vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this whole thing has just been a misunderstanding. Miki. Yeah, everybody's chill in a hot tub. Um. So bold move. Yeah. Brandon asks the parents for their blessing if he ends up in that position at the end of the show. Yeah, he says, I'm an old soul and I will not marry your daughter without your blessing. And they handle it exactly right, which is to say like, well, if she wants to marry, essentially they're like, we give we Michelle, Michelle our blessing yeah. to marry like, who she wants. We're not giving it to you. Right, or- yeah, like, buddy, we don't know you. You were just wearing my swim trunks. Your dick was in the mesh of my swim trunks. I do feel like that's a good way to handle it because it it does often, I feel, put the parents in an awkward position right. of being like, no, I don't give you the blessing. Like, right. I don't even know you. Right. So I like it that they, you can tell why, this is why Michelle is the way that yes. she is. Yep. Because her parents say that you just have to love your spouse to death. <laughs> They say, love that person to death, honestly. That's their advice. <laughs> That's they give the marital Brandon. advice they offer. Again, you could get worse advice than you that. Could. Yeah. All right. So, and then somehow from there, they go eat dinner at a castle. Yes. Yes. Do you have anything else before the the castle uh, portion no, of the no, date? No, no, no. Okay. Uh-uh. So, Brandon talks about, she asks who she would meet at hometowns. Um, he talks about his granddad passing away mm-hmm. and says that he was his best friend. Oh. And then he gives Michelle a bracelet and he says that his mom gave him that bracelet and said, if you think that this girl is the one, give it to her. And when we, if we see her at hometowns and we see that on her, will know. It's a secret signal. Which I kind of feel like it's not a secret signal right. if Brandon is explaining <laughs> it this whole time to Michelle and to America. Right, the whole world. But that was it's a sweet little move. It's sweet, yeah. For his mom. And he says, I'm falling in love with you. Correct. So, and she says, I can see you being my best friend. Um, all right, so I don't have much else. I just have... Um, what the final roses yeah that's it? i just okay. have one last quote from her about brandon she says i know how hard brandon loves and that's not something you come by often see this is why like brandon could be the bachelor sure, give this right. guy a shot why are we giving it to fucking clayton i don't know i don't it's understand yeah thanks america just when we thought that 2022 <sighs> was finally going to be our year mm-hmm. and then we have this Right. And listen, Bachelor, I got COVID. Now I have all kinds of immunity. I was going to go live my life. And mm-hmm. this is Your what you greet life. me with. <laughs> all right. We get roses for Joe and Rodney. So that yeah. means our final four going to hometowns Joe, Rodney, Nate, and Brandon. Yeah. And it appears to me that we have a little bit of a Tasha situation here where the final four guys are solid guys i feel like rodney is lucky to be there he's lucky to be there but he's not a bad guy no of course yeah, not yeah. no he's not a bad he's guy he's not gonna win i just win. wouldn't have looked at rodney yeah. the first although this does make sense because at the time i was like why are we spending all this time on sure. this guy with these right. apples yeah right like, what's what's the deal with this apple guy i just yeah. feel like you know how sometimes especially when you get to the top four there is one that you're like oh this guy Maybe well, not, not that he doesn't deserve to be there, but he kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, well, that's just it. And sometimes if everybody else is an asshole, just being a decent guy yeah. will get you to the top four. It's not You're not going to win it, but it'll get you to the top six or the I top like four. I my vote would have been Rick, but yeah. 
What do I know? I'm not the bachelorette. You're not the bachelorette. You're not batting a thousand like Michelle is. I wasn't so. even Miss Basketball number three. <laughs> <laughs> You're way down the list on Miss Basketball.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.